I was just going through like a fucking weird ass transition because like anyone that knew me before, like I was proper like off my head on drugs, didn't know what was going on sort of thing. I'd completely embarrassed myself, like burnt bridges, cut ties. And, um, you know, before, before I went to uh, Japan, it's like I saw that as kind of like, that's like um, my clear movement. Do you know what I mean? Like I had access to like fucking uh drugs and stuff like that here it's just like out there it's just like i don't really know anyone like that so something might come about but it's just like this is a good transition for me to just get over it yeah welcome back to the headbangers podcast where your host nathan and brad here today we're joined by our good friend percy burns how are you doing man start off with hey hey uh i'm good man how are you yeah, we're doing good. It's nice to finally get you on. I know we've been wanting to get do this for a long yeah. time. We've been speaking about this for a minute and I, like the more I thought like I keep hanging out with you, the harder it's gonna be to do this because like we're more and more friends and it's like, how do you talk about something I've not already told you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird you think of it like that, because I, I always thought like reverse of that is although the more we get to know each other the easiest it is to like go into stuff. But I suppose it's got its uh, pros mm. and cons on it. Yeah, yeah. People are different. But let's start off with something silly anyway. Like, what out of all the time you've been doing Percy Barnes, like, what's like the silliest memory you've got? Like, the funniest memory? Like, what silliest memory? I don't know. Like, because it's like two opposite worlds. I'd say just like the, one of my funniest memories is just like, I don't know, playing in a playing in a fucking curry house and then meeting like Yak Swamp, and then you know like Bloodworm and all that kind of stuff came. But then the other crazy craziness is just coming back to just like, you know, uh, it was anonymous. And then kind of showed my face, came back, and then it's just like, just I'm seeing Percy Bones and stuff like around my city. And, and you know, last time I was uh, doing music bits, it weren't anything like this. So just kind of seeing people wear things and uh, fucking with it, yeah, that's that, that's that's crazy for me. It's still new, it's still new, if you ask me. Definitely, because obviously you spent some time in Japan, didn't you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's supposed to be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you end up staying there? Uh, little. Little over a year. It was supposed to be a three to six month trip, and then, yeah, like because of the pandemic hitting, flights getting cancelled, having to get a temporary visa extended. Like, yeah, mad. In my passport, I've got like four, like voided temporary visas. That's like <laughs> so unheard of. Do you know what mm. I mean? When you just open, it's just like no, it's not even a work visa. There, it's like fucking three months restart, mm. three months restart. Yeah. Which part of like the Japan did you like sort of stay in then? For the most part, uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. I was in a, like, well, I moved around. I start. I started in Nishitakashima Daira, then mm. moved to Soka. These are all like Tokyo district, and then I was in a Setagaya for like the final part. Uh, City-wise, yeah, mostly in Tokyo. I did spend a little bit of time in uh, Nagoya, but not too much. That was like visiting. I did want to go to Osaka, but by the time I was looking at that, I did. I just didn't have the money for it. But yeah. Tokyo, mostly. So, like, when you talk about Japan, you sort of, like, look back on it as quite a journey for you. Obviously, the embers of Percy Burns were started there, but also, I know it's quite a dark time for you. And, I mean, if you're okay of going into it, could you talk through just that whole experience of being there and what happened and how it shaped you? I mean, it, you know, I, I feel like I was just going through, like, a fucking weird-ass transition because, like, anyone that knew me before, like, I was proper, like, off my head on drugs didn't know what was going on sort of thing i'd completely embarrassed myself like burnt bridges cut ties and um you know before before i went to uh japan 
it's like I saw that as kind of like that's like um, my clear movement. Do you know what I mean? Like I had access to like fucking uh, drugs and stuff like that here. It's just like out there. It's just like I don't really know anyone like that. So something might come about, but it's just like this is a good transition for me to just get over it. Yeah. So it's just like you know uh, back end of abusing like painkillers and stuff. You know, so um, when I got to Japan, I was going for like the cold sweats era of it, just kind of like sweating stuff out. So like uh, really coming back into my reality because if anyone knows in an addict sense, it's just like you build up, you build up, you build it yourself, you're like fucked up and then you fall back down and then you're just like, you're back in it again and you're building up. So it's just like, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good for me, but it was really bad. Cause like, you know, like you're dealing with like your reality coming back, but yeah. it's just like at the same time, it's just like, I'm dealing with a pandemic i'm stuck here i actually have to sort out like can i get home like what's the situation you know uh head kind of a mess yeah how did you like obviously you were over there for quite some time and do you how did you where did you stay and like what were you doing like well when i went over it's just kind of like i had enough money to cover me to stay into like hostels and stuff like that for like okay. about three months so for the first the first month I was staying in uh, Nishitakashi Madaira, which was quite out of the way, like Tokyo district. And then um, as as it had gone on, like I moved to Soka, like uh, you can find like the if you look uh, the Birds and Breath video, if you look like yeah. that's that's in Soka City. I basically found like a fucking scary ass looking traditional Japanese house, and it was cheap as fuck, about like two hundred pounds to stay there for a month. So I was just like, all right, this is sound. We can do this for a bit. And then uh, I met some other people um, from like Setagaya, from like um, kind of like New Year's. And there was just like, uh, there was a friend from like Poland who were just kind of like, she was going back because of like visa situation. So like her apartment was like up for rental for like a bit. So like I rented that off her for a, for about a month. And then that's when like the pandemic was like really hitting. I was coming to like the end of my three month visa. And then from that point, you know, it was like stay like staying on like friends' sofas outside, girlfriend's house, just like fucking, you know, pretty much like making it up as I'm going along. Like uh, anyone that knows me personally, like I like to spot weed, but it's just like it keeps me keeps me grounded, helps yeah. me sleep. I didn't fucking sleep, man. So like most of the time, like why things were like running so fast at that point is because it's like I'd be up all day doing whatever then through the night i just like i'd be walking you know i'd be going like from 7-eleven to 7-eleven like bumping like wi-fi do you know what i mean just like asking for beats on like instagram and then just like i just go for a walk for like three hours and be like oh like bash this out kind of thing you know uh it was nuts yeah sounds like a crazy experience to yeah. be fair but i suppose it sort of shaped you and it, it made you want to create so many like lyrics for it and you've definitely had a story to tell so even though there's probably a lot of traumatic things that happened, like you still brought something good out of it. That's what I mean, man. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's like they say, it's definitely easier to uh, birth something out of your comfort zone. If you're, you know, because like when, when you're in your comfort zone or around your means or something like that, people expect you to be like a certain way, you know, always. Like, not saying you could be different, but it's just like, it seems as if, as if there's almost no room for that growth. But like out, out there, I don't like, Anyone that meets me now, I'm no different from like when I left, I came back. Just kind of like the structure of what I'm doing now yeah. is, it, it, you know, like it is different, but that's just because I was, uh, I was away from uh, my, my world, my means. I could burst something without people looking at me. And as I say, it was anonymous at that point. So it was easier. 
Do you find like the anonymous part like sort of helped doing it originally? Because I obviously coming from like a hardcore background, it must have been kind of like a culture shock going from hardcore then going into rap. So do you feel like doing it anonymously to the start will kind of like, well, you know, like it helps you rap sort of go through De- it and like definitely, it out. man, definitely. But it's just like you're saying it like that, but it's just to, like to me, I'm from Bradford. I was around like bassline and ground growing up, so it's just like when I when I growing up, I was like making beats. I didn't see myself as a front guy. You know, so like I've gone, I've gone from uh, being the backing guy. Then I went into that that hardcore world, put myself on like the vocals. So I'm like, all right, sound. So it's just kind of like to me, I, without realizing till now, I've made the full circle. Like I've came back to like, all right, this is what it should have been. Mm. But in my head, then I was just kind of like, I don't know. It it was all of a mess. I think it makes more sense to me now. But the anonymous thing, yeah, I find that so hard because it's just like. I don't know. I'm meeting more people on 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 the base. You, you come in like people clocking it. Like when I was there, that knew me. Fair enough. I ain't I ain't on a one on one with stuff like that. But it's just like now, you know. what I mean, when I like when I bump into someone, they're like, oh yeah, Percy Bonds and that, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like so, like you're saying like the hardcore world. I do get a bit of grief mm. like that. But um, yeah, the the anonymous thing definitely made it easier to like express where I was with it. I feel like now being around people it's hard to uh i don't know be talk so much about that but then like you, you guys know me being the character that i am as well do you know what i mean like absolutely well like when you talk about you know all your influences you know coming from hardcore liking metal also you know getting into the rap game as well like it seems like you're public enemy number one because you're adopting all these styles and you know you're not going to please everyone oh. so as well as that like how how is it to condense all these different influences and put it into what Percy Barnes is now? Because I think you do it quite well, but I want to hear what you think about that. I mean, I just like I get up, uh, you know, I get obsessed with like the underground artists, and more so just like when they can bring it back to their own. Do you know what I mean? When you listen to like an artist, and it's just like it don't matter what genre they do, you just kind of like that's them that's them and at, at one point you know it felt like only so many artists could do that in so many genres like i feel like now like maybe you maybe you can see it i can i can stretch a little bit with like my genres but then still bring it back without being too different um what was the question kind of like what what, what how, how would i condense them all down you know all the influences into one thing that makes possible because obviously you've got your harsh vocals in there as well but you've got like you know nice flows that come with rap and then also quite dark beats so i think it is a nice balance yeah uh i, I don't know i wouldn't even know how to answer that one it does like, get it, i feel like this is a world that i'm still just getting my claws into yeah like, i feel like uh you know i've always been like making like noise in silence but like you know like really putting it out and i feel like the stuff that i made years ago which i really had fun with but I'm, like i can't do all with this I feel like what I've started with Percy, it's just like I'm getting closer to like being able to give you the shit that I wrote years ago, do you know? Like, which is like, that's what I'm looking forward to. Sounds like you do all, all the influences quite naturally there. Like, I mean, when we've had talks, you're like, yeah, I was up to like 4am in the morning, just like making shit and it just like, it's like you don't know what you're going to get next out of you, which I think is good. It doesn't feel like, let's be this uh, let's be this genre today, let's be this genre. It's just like whatever you feel in the moment is just what comes out. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not trying to like appeal to like any any kind of audience. I'm just trying to like have fun with it. Like it is, uh, it's an aggression, isn't it? Like, I don't know, even like the rap sense, I don't, I don't really 
see myself as like a rapper nor do I want to be called one but yeah. like I like it and I love rappers and I've grown up around them but it's just I don't know it's, maybe it's the stigma that comes with it yeah. not everyone's willing to accept you if you're not doing what everyone else is doing I don't know true yeah I, I kind of want to go into like remember when we did the half the same video yeah because that was just like a foot that was such a funny sort of story because oh, yeah. I remember like <laughs> obviously we, we saw you at boom and we were talking about it and you were like oh I really want to do a music video I remember hearing your ideas and me and Brad White Mate, <laughs> like, how do you Whoa. come up to the ideas, like, your, your, you know, your music videos, how do you sort of go, oh, okay, this is what I'm wanting to go for? Because I remember when you when you went, I kind of want someone cut in half, I was there, like, because <laughs> so, we're listening. That was, so, that was so, like, me and Brad had never experienced, like, with, like, yeah. special effects and stuff like that. So, like, how do you sort of go, all right, this is the song. And one of, this is the visuals I want to go for. Like, what what's the thought process? Well, like half the same. It's just it was kind of just like you know, um, feeling like half the same. Maybe maybe I've come like a long way, so like a piece has been taken of me. So it's just like you know, I need I need to uh, find a way. You know, like I'm my own center of locus. See through the lies. Now I got me some focus. You know, like put put on that. So that's what that song is about. But then when I think with my videos, it's just like maybe I can play off something that's going in it. So it's just like it's half the same, even though it's half the same like that. It's just like how do I, how do I make you remember half the same? Oh, there's like a half, Mr. Bones in that video. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's about. And then the you know the connection like throws it there. Um, in terms of videos, I don't know, man. Like I, I just watch a lot of dumb shit and like, I like really like eighties uh, practical effects and stuff like that. Like really like stands out to me. So it's something that like I've wanted to put more and more into my videos as I get money to put into it. Like. We've done it on quite a lot of DIY basis, haven't we? But like, imagine if we yeah, like, sure. if we had the f if we had the funding, just like think of like how much fucking fun we could like really have with it. Yeah, definitely. And for those people that don't know, Nathan was the person that was cut in half. So that it mean, was the it imposter. was the most disgusting experience <laughs> of my entire life. Just go on there if you you. Right, no, no. <laughs> you say it was disgusting for you, mate. I was. I'm not even kidding. The smell of that, those organs were in my nose for about a week. Yeah. Like for a week, I'd be like, I was making a steak and it made me almost throw up because I was there like, <laughs> I just couldn't remember it. Bro, it's one of them, um, you know, half the same as well. It's just like, it's a steak, like for anyone what probably don't know, like I was veggie for like eight I remember eight you years, telling us, And yeah. it was just kind of like, you know, um, I'd I'd fallen into like eating back meat and stuff, and it was just kind of like uh, it was a bit of a statement like don't fucking judge me. This is just what happened. Do you know what I mean, I don't need a fall in the box. I might come back to it later. But yeah, that being said, when we was like playing with the organs, just like the, the, the when we was like say playing, positioning them, <laughs> every organ felt really different. Yeah, no, like, so, everyone had its own texture. And and honestly, I've been just like I've been eating less and less meat since, and I'm considering going back veggie, if not full vegan, after that <laughs> video because that would just, and the stink. Oh man, it was uh, it was next level. <laughs> maybe like everyone that needs, you know how like cowspiracy changed a lot of people's outlook. Maybe we just need to show everyone half the same, and then everyone will be a vegan. Yeah, literally, man. <laughs> it's like that statement, just like if you know, if if slaughterhouses had glass walls, you'd all be fucking vegan. It would just like, oh my god, this is if I, I how do people do this for a job? Literally, literally how? But I mean, the whole experience was fun. Like it mm. definitely revamps my creativity and like now i just want to keep creating like because we just had such a good time it was just like a nice chill moment and you know despite all the disgusting things that took place in that basement that yeah <laughs> now i've got to give props to you man because you guys jumped on it do you know what i mean like quite well like 
I said to you, didn't I? I was just like, I don't like the word, the um, like so many takes kind of thing. I was just like, all right, this is a spot. This is what I kind of like to do. Keep me in the middle of the video. Let's go with it. I threw you a quick idea and then before seconds later, we were doing it. Do you know what I mean? You're quite fast. I feel like uh, we bounced off each other quite well. I have had people approach me before I want to do something and they just don't like the process. But it's just mm. that I, feel, I see the videos as somewhere the same as the music. You could just get that one recording that just sat, or like that one ad-lib, whatever, that just like really makes it. And I kind of feel like that's the same with like when we were doing the video, like uh, you've got to be fast in the yeah. moment because you can't miss all. And I feel like it, it, it shows as well, like, you know, someone's like stiff or something loose. If I go for it the first time, I'm giving you everything. But then if you ask me to do it again and again, I'm going to be like, oh. Yeah. I get shy. got to the magic in the first go, I think. Yeah. Um, so obviously you had your your boom gig, which was amazing. Well, we all had a great time with that. Um, I know I remember speaking to you about your material, and you said you know you you really wanted to get into some of your newer stuff because you found it like more fun. And obviously your lyrics have probably changed quite a lot over the years. Yeah, like, talk to me about the process and transition, and why you look back at you know the old stuff as not 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 as fun, but like maybe harder for you to do than it is for the newer material like why do you enjoy the newer material i guess more? it's just like you know you can't take everything that someone's saying is like so literal as as well but even though like some of it makes some sense it's just like for me i'd just come out of like a fucking drunk binge world and i would just like i'd given up on myself i'd given up on my life given up on my family i didn't know where i was i was just angry pissed off da 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 whatever and as you say, like when the set got cut short, boom, I don't feel bad for that. Do you know what I mean? Curfews and all that. But it was just like me saying goodbye to a fucking shit a half of myself. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, uh, you know, I was really alone and in silence in 2020 and before that. And then 2021, meeting people like you guys at like Bloodstock and meeting like so many people that are just like around me and stuff now it's just like it's changed my music for the better i'm still wilding out i'm still mental crazy i can't help that i am who i am but it's just like things are more fun things are more energetic now like do you know what i mean i've got a smile on my face all the time it's just like i want to i want to put that out as well do you know what i mean it's just like uh i don't know people like artists can like fall into like a, a thing and they just want to make that and that and i i didn't i would just like Here's here's a big ruckus of like why I was mad and it's just like all right this is me with like getting out of it, so it's just like when it got cut when it got when it did get cut short I was like ah oh, I really did want to show you guys like you know like what you've done to my music because in my mind uh, it was it was an outlet and it was like stress pure aggression that's where it was coming from like uh, I didn't feel like the creative side was coming from any kind of positive but I feel like now it does you know what I mean before I'd have a shit day and I'd be like right. Leave me alone. I'm going to go whack this out on computer. I'm just going to go express myself a little bit. Now I have good days and I go and make music. Like, mm. that's sick. Like, that's not something I had before. It weren't like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, doing hardcore bands and that, that was just like pure fun. It's like that. But, mm. the, you know, Percy Bonds didn't start like that. So to see it go from like, it what it was down in the dumps and it's like picking up some pace and it's fun. Like, I like, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's like, what's like the plans for 2022 then what's like your next step do you feel because like obviously ending off 2021 you then came back to boom did your gig you know i feel like you've shut you, you know like you, you yourself you shut that door where it like oh you know this is the old Percy. yeah that, that door shut now what what's in it for the new person now? i guess i'm just stripping everything back like you know uh like it, it was like uh 
anonymous before and i was like fucking um kind of like pushing it out like in, in a in a different way and you couldn't see my face and that that's what that was i'm trying to like pull it back now and make it a bit more pure this is like where i am in my life now so it's just like let's pull aside like all this bullshit i ain't and i ain't different and i'm still gonna play into every you know everything i did before but it's just like i'm gonna do it in a different way now do you know what i mean like I'm, I'm putting my face out there more now and uh yeah i guess i don't know really i want i want to i want to explore i want to travel like um i've started working with like some crazy artists like i never thought i'd ever fuck with me i'm sat on some songs that are just like i don't know i listen to them and it's like this is nuts do you know what i mean i'm i'm equally as excited so like where it's going at this point like for 2022 i don't know like with the pandemic and stuff like that i feel like everyone's like lost so much with that and that actually gave me the ability to like put more creative direction into it so i'm gonna say that i'm messing around with that i do want to I do want to look at like traveling and get out and stuff, but I feel like 2022 is still like a writing year for me. You know, like we're in Sage Bastard Studios and like since, mm. you know, it's mad to think that like I recorded so much for them guys through some shit headphones when I was stuck in Japan, like fucking dying out. And then, you know, they were mixing it and stuff here. And then now I'm here and like we've just been blasting out loads of stuff together. Like, so that creative energy that was a, a, like across the internet is now here. And I'm having so much fun with that. So yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Don't yeah, man. I, I love how you just you got such a good work ethic. Like you're always on the grind. Like every time we see you, like oh, I've got this idea. I'm gonna do this, and it's like I like that because it shows that you like a train. You just never stop, and I think that's important as an artist. Because some people, you know, you know, they'll make a few songs and then they'll get burnt out and they're like, oh, okay, I might have a rest for like you know two years now. Yeah. But you're like you're like I'm on it. My head's a fucking joke, bro. Like honestly, <laughs> you see me on a good now, but you don't see me when I'm bad. So it's just like. If I'm to get off the horse, I fuck everything. So it's just like the fact that I found a horse that fucking could actually like help me, you know what I mean? Like help me make money in the means that I need and like change my life for the better. Why am I not gonna keep thinking about that? You know? Absolutely. So obviously you probably get inspiration from a lot of things, but like if you take music aside, like what kind of things when you're writing lyrics just like pop up to you and you're like, right, this is what I wanna write about. It could be like movies, could be games, could be you know real life scenarios but like what's usually the the pinnacle for you i don't know um i feel like there was a lot of like anger that started it before like um but not some can i hear that again can you, can you tell me that one again yes yeah, so it's like what what inspires your lyrics like you know movies real life scenarios stuff like that yeah i think that is like real life scenarios but i feel like you know more so now like artists can they've, they've always been doing it like i see like splurging your your brain on a track just like this is just what i'm thinking on this moment i think that's like that's always been a thing but more so now like you know like especially within trap people can show so much of like their personality do you know what i mean it was just like doing like the the dumb fun ad libs or just saying something crazy hits it impacts so much now do you know what i mean i feel like in it's maybe it's an old school way to be like looking at someone's like lyrics like what are they what are they saying rather than like how are they saying it do you know what i mean like you don't you're not talking like fucking like super on it and using the big words when you're talking to your friends sometimes sometimes when you just try to get a point across it does come out minimal and small but it's how you say it do you know what i mean it's just like uh i don't know English is not a tonal language, but we make it a tonal language. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So is it not a tonal language? So that's, Agreed. I guess, that's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, because like, you think about it, there's, there's di like, 
the, well I think our language is like the only language where there's like different ways of saying the exact same word like there there and there yeah. it's like they all mean different things yeah, but they all but sound the exact how same how you say it it's not like fucking I don't know is it like in Mandarin or something it's just like you know like ma 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 you might have just said like either like a question mark like mother or you might have just said horse it's not like it just changes the whole word mm. but it's just like you know whether I'm being like aggressive or try to get a point across or you actually know when I'm really happy as well you know? yeah. so yeah relate to that it, it comes back in the tone of voice like so sort of like what would you say is like your favorite like gig memory it can be from percy bones it can be from hardcore what would you say is your favorite gig memory of all in time? general yeah um could even be one that you've, you've you know you've gone to see I don't know, man. I feel like that's such a broad thing because it's just like if I if I'm not breaking it down into like where it was, I don't feel like Percy's really been out there. It's a bit more reserved and stuff. Mm. But like back when I was doing like hardcore bands and stuff, like you know, you've got a boom shirt on, just like defo back then. Boom was like some of the best memories I'd ever had. I was like playing in like youth crew bands back then. Like back when the room was like you know the main room was like mm. half the size when like the stage was at the side like. That was sick because it was it. It felt like there were that much room from the stage to the wall, so it was like it was like a forced giant horseshoe. So it was just so much more intense. It was just like it was fun, yeah, man. So too too many, or even like Meat Locker. I don't know if you guys went to Meat Locker. Meat. I went. I went to like the la- I went to like the last Meat Locker show. It was when you know Scorn played with Greed. Yeah, yeah literally yeah. just like I think it was December, and then obviously March we were in lockdown. Yeah. But yeah, it was like that. Were like first time seeing Scorned as well. First time seeing Greed. Yeah. But then obviously the like Meat Locker closed after that. Yeah, mate. Pre, pre, like pre Meat Locker, like because it had practice rooms in it for a bit. But I remember before when it was, it, it looked like a fucking like slaughterhouse. Like had the flaps, and it was just bit one big open room with like beams. I'll find the video and send it to you, to you guys after this. But it was just nuts because I just remember like loads of friends. There weren't even that many of us. Like. There weren't that many people there, but people had inflatables and were just like fully feeling it going side to side. You look back at video and like this is this isn't a popping show, but it looks so fucking fun. <laughs> it's yeah. not like a cool venue to be fair. Yeah, man. But so obviously you've you like to do loads of features, you know, getting people on on your songs. And you, maybe I can't ask you to pick a favourite, but if there is was one that you look back on and you're like, that collab just works so well, like what would it be? I mean I don't know. I feel like I would be doing the dirty, not to say all of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because like everyone brought something, and they've all they've all helped me in their own right. But I'd I'd most so say like this: the Yak Swamp stuff. Like uh, Yak Swamp, uh, Defo looked after me. Yeah, Defo helped me get home. Defo helped that di- the direction. Defo showed me that um, I could put like my metal alternative side into like rap. Like he'd already saw that. Do you know what I mean? When I think about like. What was already out they were like you know there was like little bits of screaming with like my rap but then i think when it got to like uh like red rum that i did with him or bloodworm that's when it was just like oh we can get like as raw as we want with this and then bring it back like a little bit of rap do you know what i mean so like um yeah stuff i've done with yaks one hundreds man Absolutely. and there's so much so much more to come can't wait right on sort of on a similar note is there anyone that you you kind of want to work with in the future like, is there anyone that you've kind of got your eye on you haven't worked with? You know, like, oh, I'd love to do a track with them. I can't be putting out feelers. <laughs> Not here, bro. You can. <laughs> I believe in solid, yeah, manifesting things, but mm. uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, 
that's a, that's that's a tricky one. I guess I do, I would like to work with more bands. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because like I came I came from the the band world, and I always found it hard getting the organisation and stuff down. Yeah, because like, cause like... Know, for, for shit like that. But if it's like. <laughs> I, I like to run at things when when something gets offered to me. So it's just like if a band wants to take that that chance in me, I'm gonna run at it. But yeah, I'd like I'd like to w- work with more bands, maybe like more more uh, hardcore, more hardcore bands. Yeah. Well, look, you know, you know, like with with hardcore, that's what I, that's this is what I like about it is you could probably you can do that easily with hardcore with like mm. metal. I feel like you'd get a couple bands where they go, oh no, we don't know, we don't know if we can fit you in. Hardcore kids normally just go, yeah, if it sounds good, I'll put it in my song. Like yeah. You know, I feel like rap isn't too like dissimilar to like how some hardcore bands sort of approach, like you know, like, approach their lyrics. Yeah. If you get me, like a lot of them, like sometimes how they flow it, it is very similar to a rapper. They just shout. Yeah, yeah, like hardcore and, and like the rap thing resonates so well. So like, could, like think of like metal, like you know, it can get so technical. Yeah. But like, let's say of just like a, an eight away, it's like t- 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 with like hardcore. T- t- that gives the that so much gives you like the ability like as a drummer the way I see it I'm not I'm not like a, a really good drummer I'd never say that but like rhythm so it's mm. just like if we've just got this like running eight away I can go do 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 you know I can literally make that solo with like my voice and then that's when it starts getting interesting maybe with like certain types of metal you can't do that because mm. there's so much going on but if there is like a simpler bit as you're saying hardcore like someone like just like trap and rap. I can explore a little bit without like pulling away like how fucking like technical the music is going and stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I can I completely get you because like for for me when I did a uh, when we did the rain when I did the rain Eyes track, mm. I thought that was listening to it now it's too overcomplicated. Whereas I'd I'd, I'd put you know at like, the section where I was like oh two it would have been fine there. We didn't have to do like didn't fucking, have to go crazy. Yeah, we didn't have to do that three hundred BPM fucking you know like, drum section. We could have mm. just put two in there and it'd have been fine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I get where you're coming from with that because like hardcore is a lot simplistic, but you can get such there's room yeah, for there's it. room for everything. I, I can't I, mean, I like, can't think of just I can't think of bands off the top of my head right now. But I don't know like fucking turnstile and stuff like that oh, yeah. some people would say that that's like simple and it's all right or something i don't i think it's it, it's, mm. it might be simplistic to you but it's like it's groovy and then the, like what the vocalist starts doing with his voice then he like brings it together yeah do you know what i mean like, like, i feel like when you get bands like turnstile and everything like that there's some there's some to it like where it's like oh yeah you know you could you probably get like some metal guy going oh yeah i could learn this on guitar in about five minutes but it's like yeah but can you can you capture the same shit? Yeah, can you capture yeah, the like, same you know I mean? energy? Like, like you're right. it comes through on the recording, and I feel like that's the one thing that metal lacks and hardcore has. Like every single member of that band has the same level of energy through it all. Like yeah. rather than having just because I've done I've done metal, I've done hardcore. Like with metal, it's more like yeah, but like how how's your riffs? What what you know? Like what, mm. how hard is it to learn? It's mm. like, like difficulty don't mean good. Yeah, you know I mean, like <laughs> maybe maybe that's the idea. Like I don't know. Like maybe the metal how it, how it's gone. It's just I don't know. It's like how technical and how fucking sick you are, rather than just like how enjoyable is it? Because like I don't know. So some of those bands, it's like I, I love some techie shit, but I, I like a chorus. I like a hook. I like something punchy. I'm not, I like something that just comes out and it's like 
you know what I mean? When like there's so many of songs that just like they play it and no one knows fuck all about the song, but then there's that one part that's like da, 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 you know, just like, everyone remembers it. It's such such a memorable bit. Like, yeah, too right. It's, it is nicer because I think there's a lot of bands now that are trying to remember to make songs again. And me and Nathan have talked about it a few times on the podcast, and I think you know we've had the years of technicality and it's when it's when it's there it's nice you know I, I would love to listen to that kind of stuff mostly but you know i, I think it's important to make songs as well because you know when you're playing it live it's much more enjoyable for a crowd to like you know catch a groove or like sing along and mm. um i hope that more bands keep on doing that yeah it's just like people can say that's like more of a commercial thing or something like that i think that's just like with with music like yeah. it, 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 so much should hit hit like that there should be like a a, ca- a catchy involving part that really brings it up maybe that's just like what hardcore is like really left on mm. me is just kind of like that sort of stuff you know just kind of like uh the, the catchy hook bit and just kind of like the ad-libs and just like the crew <laughs> just like yeah. all kinds of stuff i love it man well there's like when you when you go to a hardcore show everyone can sort of sing along like brad's always like tried getting me into tech deaf and he's there like why don't you like tech deaf because i'm like i'll listen to it and it just sounds like i said i'm not like I'm not a guitarist, so I can't appreciate how hard that shit is to play. Yeah. I know it's hard to play, but as a casual listener, I'm there like, yeah, but like, where's your song? Do you know I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I kind of get from it sometimes where I'm like, but like, if I went to go see you live, I can't exactly sing along to this when you like when even your vocalist is doing like lyrics at 300 fucking BPM. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, not everyone can appreciate what you're doing if you're doing that. Mm. Like, it's sick, but like, not, not everyone can like appreciate it. That's why, you know, even like with like grindcore and stuff, like they take that fucking, they take that crazy element, like tech depth or something like that, but might just like fucking add some like, uh, like, dun, 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 you know, just kind of like uh, bring it together, just like make it like a bit more fun rather than just like, all right, there's a part, there's a part, there's a part, there's a part, and then like, you know, constant, it's not breaking apart too much. Even like Napalm Death, they're like such a heavy grindcore band, but like you can go to a Napalm Death show and like, Chances are, you're gonna know some of the lyrics from that, like the you know, like the wolf I feed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to so many of their shows where everyone's screaming the wolf I feed. They might not know any of the lyrics leading up oh, to that point. That's what because said, it's though. got that much of a catchy chorus. Yeah, it's that, that 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 part that just like everyone recognizes. Half the time you won't even know that they've started with that song, but then it's like, oh shit, yeah, they just yeah, yeah. come in like so fast, like. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's important to like remember that in your music, like. I've always said like the tr- the the trick is right how I kind of approach writing lyrics is that you know it, it imagine it being sang back to you. Yeah. Do you know I mean imagine it being like someone singing it back to you? Does it sound like catchy? Does it sound good to you in that setting? Definitely. And if it doesn't, scrap it. Like that's what you should aim for. Yeah, really. definitely. Like I think when I was playing like when I was doing hardcore band bits, and anyone agree with me here from like about that time, it was just kind of like I just wanted to make music I can mosh to. Do you know what I mean, I would just say it's just like so when I did when I did like do doing like the drums or like when I did vocals in bands, I was just like, yeah, people are gonna enjoy this bit. Do you know what I mean? I I, I know they're gonna like this part, and you start like shuffling your track to that. So I think yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do more with my music now. I I, 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 I like I like dance. I like the dance that comes a bit like uh, every sub sub genre subculture. It has it has a way to it express mm-hmm. express itself. Do you know what I mean? When you like. I don't know. We're, we're always talking about metal and hardcore. Metal gigs to a hardcore gig, you know. It, worlds, there's two worlds different, apart, two worlds different apart. worlds. How they express each other. There's bands that do both. You know, mm. like fucking yeah, like 
Malev. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. do, they do the best of fucking both worlds. But like, you, typically when you go to like a metal gig to a hardcore gig, yeah, it's well different. Definitely, definitely. Um, so obviously, we know that you rep sushi quite a lot and you like Japanese food. So obviously there was some traumatic things happening in Japan, but I um, like to imagine that you had some like nice street food as well. Oh, so like, man. So what, what's like the the pinnacle for you in terms of Japanese food that you've had? Korea udon. <laughs> I fucking oh, love yeah. curry udon. Like Japanese curry and then, you know, do you like udon noodles? Yeah, they're one of my favourite actually. Yeah. And like, even sushi man, like, uh, maybe like, maybe you guys are the same as me, I got into sushi, like how I thought most people in, in UK did at supermarket. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Supermarket sushi. And then when I tried sushi in Japan, I was like, whoa, this is game changing. Like, I, you know, so good, so good food. See, I've never been like a sushi guy, so maybe if I do go to Japan, it might change my opinion on it. Hundred man, this and I feel like there's so much that I didn't even get to try. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, I'd only just started eating like fish again at the start of Japan, like when when I got there, and I only ate like salmon and 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 tuna. Like, I don't really like um, like the egg stuff yeah. or, or like a squid. Like, the squid still doesn't sit with me well. Um, yeah, there's, so, there's still so much I'd like to try out there. Yeah, too right. Definitely, no, I, I love Japanese food. Because, like, have you ever tried House of Foo? I haven't yet, no. You, you need no. to try it, man. Is that, the, is that the ramen spot? Mate, it's unbelievable. Like, I'm not even kidding, like, it is so good. Hey, you know what's also really cool about it? Is that they do not give you a knife and fork. They'll be like, you're eating it with chopsticks and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you don't know how to eat with chopsticks, this isn't the place for you, mate. <laughs> so I've had to teach Yvonne um, how to eat with chopsticks about five times. We've been every time we've been there because I, if you you feel like you also feel like a knob <laughs> if you ask for a fork. I'm just like looking at Caro because uh, yeah, I can't eat with chopsticks that well. I've been trying like with rice, it's fine. Like noodles, I'm trying to get the hang of, but it's. It's quite difficult, I think, but I want to get better because if I ever do go to Japan and I try and like, can I have a fork, mate. Yeah, no, they will look at me like they will not yeah, let you do that. I get you, man. I get you. What was weird is just like I'm okay with chopsticks because I, I like a bit of like Asian. I've always liked a bit of Asian food, so like, but you know, like, well, weird one that's like getting like complimented. I'm like, oh, you know how to use chopsticks? I'm like, that's so insulting. But like, <laughs> thanks. And there's people like, like me Brad, there. Brad did, Brad did it to me. I was talking to him and like I was saying, oh yeah, Siobhan didn't know how to eat with chopsticks so I had to teach you. And wait, you can eat with chopsticks. I'm like, of course <laughs> I can eat with fucking chopsticks. I said, I got shown how to do it. Like, I was like, I got shown once as a kid and it stuck in my head. Like, well, how, could, how do you not know? And he's like, it's like, remember when you used to go to like Chinese restaurant or you order Chinese yeah. and they used to give it to you. Like, they even had instructions on it and how to fucking hold the chopsticks. Yeah. So like, I'm like, how do you not know? It's also like that, that, that uh, edgy world. <laughs> it's just kind of like, I went to like, uh, you know, what was it like Crown Buffer the other day and like, they get, they gave me like knife and fork and it was just kind of like, nah, I'm not going to ask for chopsticks. Because I just feel like edgy as fuck for just, just feel oh, like an elitist. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like, come on, you get, I, came, I came here for the Asian food, you got the chopsticks. I just felt like an idiot asking for them, but yeah, man, the props. You can, get them ones, you can get them ones where it's got the the connection at the top, can't you? So it's oh, funny. yeah, so it's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. I find like, though, like if, tongues. <laughs> if I like, eat like a full meal with it, my hands do cramp up because mm. I'm just not used to eating with them often. But, yeah. like, I could pretty much like eating an entire meal like Siobhan were even like shots I was like cutting my pork up with them because I found that if you just put it in like where the fat is in the pork yeah. you just squeeze it it cuts the pork up yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. she's there like how do you know how to do that and they're like 
Yeah, some people are so good at like chopping it like that. You know, like, 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 like why they've still got them like in their hands, they can just kind like, of chop the meat. And I just like, I don't get how you do that. Life hack though, I, I like how I did it is just like if you want to get good at eating chopsticks, literally just get a well can of beans or a can of peas and just yeah, and fin- just pick it. Finish finish the can with chopsticks. I guarantee you'll be a pro after. Definitely. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, you know, it's a weird life skill to learn, but like, it's one of those ways. Like, you you kind of never regret learning it because it's like, oh well, you it's know. respectful as well, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, because like, it, you imagine if you went to Japan, and you're like, oh, can can I have a, a fork, please? Oh, can I have a get fork? the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> a fork? <laughs> like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, we know you. You're our mate, but. People that might not know, yeah. What would you say, like the hobbies and interests, like what what you into? Um. Well, I quite like my. I, I don't know. So my last bit, a bit more, but like a recluse since I've got back. I've been putting myself more inside and like working on like music and more stuff like that. But before that, I was skating loads. Really loved skating. Really loved like uh just like jamming in like different bands and stuff. Not like that that was in bands, it's just like I you know, uh, me and my friend came and we just meet up a lot and just like jam. Do you know what I mean? Just kinda like have fun stuff together. Um I like a lot of dumb cartoons, a lot like a lot of horror movies and stuff. Um I don't know man. I feel like I have so many like as we said, I've had so many different conversations with you guys about different things that we're into, but if someone asks like what what you about, it's kinda like, oh shit, what's my go to? I never really think what's my, what's my go-to, what am I going to say? Fair enough, man. That stuff. But yeah, so coming to the end point of the interview now, uh, one way that we always like to leave it is what advice would you give to a new musician starting out and then what advice would you give to young Percy just starting out as well? Be crazy, be obsessed and ignore everyone. Ignorance is bliss. Fuck off, don't judge me. That's gonna be one of the best ones I've had to be fair. Like literally, man, this like I feel like we're all fucked up. Some people are better at hiding the shit than others. So it's just like you only think that you're below them, you're not actually below them. And you're not above anyone. It's just like you're here once, so express yourself. You're making history out here, really. Like you're leaving okay. something like when when you're not here, so No. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. It's blunt to the point. Just saying how it is. But yeah, thank you again, man. No, Obviously, thanks. always a pleasure sitting down having a chat with you. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been insightful. I think a lot of, of people. Of course, man. Us. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for letting me splurge my uh, my batshit mind on your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been a good one. This has been a bit of a, a culture shock for us because we've never done really an in person one before. So it's been good mm-hmm. to actually do it in person. It's a lot better over, like than in person over Zoom because like I find that we always like accidentally talk over. Yeah. Like the guests or like anything. But here we've got like at least body language. So like read like, okay. Now we can jump in. Yeah. But yeah, like the AD with me, man, like you guys were so like respectful with that. Like sometimes it's just like hard to fucking you know, just just stay in it. If someone talks about something else, it's just like, all oh, right, I'm already thinking about responding to that when they've already asked me about this. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit can be a bit chaotic, I think. Well, yeah. Like when we've done it over Zoom before, they'll be like sometimes where they'll say something and like I'll think of a really good follow-up question, but then Brad would change the subject after, and they're like, <laughs> shit, how can I bring it back? Because this is a good one. I am there, like, how am I going to bring this back? But so yeah. 20 minutes ago, we said this. What, what's your feels on that? Yeah, no, by that point, it's already too late. You're there, yeah. like, oh, I've just got to let it go. And then you thought, and then you tell, I'll tell Brad after, he's like, shit, you should have asked him. I'm like, we fucking, someone changed the subject. Yeah, I think it's hard as well, because sometimes when we're speaking to people, like, the connection might drop or, like, they might be lagging a bit behind. So we all think that we're ready to 
one to, to ask the question and they will just be talking over each other. <laughs> but like for the most part, it, it works well. And I think we've definitely gotten better at it over the yeah. years. Um, but yeah, cheers, man. It's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I can't wait people to see this. So peace out. We've been Headbangers. Like and subscribe, all that. Big love. Big love. Take care. Why is it not